Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 192 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, obviously, clearly, we are going to be talking about the Hamilton movie. Oh my goodness, I had so many reactions. So we're going to be talking about those reactions, about Melanie's reactions, about Perry's reactions, along with our ongoing obsession with Somebody Feed Feel and a whole bunch of other stuff. including a new little dress thing I found on Amazon that I'm a little a little curious about haven't gotten it yet before we get to all of that though I want to tell y'all this on July the 23rd Melanie and I are going to step way outside of our comfort zones and we're going to do a live podcast to support Compassion International we're so excited about it this is such a great cause You can get admittance to the live podcast if you sponsor a child through Compassion. And there are so many reasons why we're big believers in that. Or you can buy a ticket. So you got two ways you can get in there. So look in the show notes and you will see links that will take you to Compassion Sponsorship or Compassion Ticket Buying. And we cannot wait to be with y'all on Thursday night, July 23rd. Alrighty, here we go with episode 192. Hey everybody, this is Sophie, this is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And we're back from a little break. From a little 4th of July staycation. Just just took some time. And I said this on Instagram yesterday, but it never fails that after a book release, you give me two weeks and I, I loathe every part of myself. I'm tired yeah. of my voice. I'm tired of my face. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of talking about myself. And so this time I thought, you know what? I'm just going to honor it. I'm going to respect it. I'm going to step away. And I feel like I'm a better person as a result. That's good. I feel like it was good. good. The thing that that nobody or that y'all don't know that I'll tell y'all about releasing a book is, is that by the time we release the book and actually do all that, the ramp up to that deal has been (laughs) six months in the making. Like, seriously that is so true that's so yeah. true mm-hmm. like like for six months we've been on phone calls about how we can get the word out about the book and what we can say about the book and how we can hopefully get people to buy the book and it's all focused on yourself mm-hmm. and so we've been on that deal for we've been on that train for six months by the time we do the post for y'all saying hey I have a new book out and so we essentially hate ourselves by that's then. right and yeah. I, I was thinking about that last night because I thought why does it hit so hard and I thought <laughs> because from the time we came home for quarantine that mm-hmm. that took over my life the the book now listen you want people to read it you want people to like it yeah all those things are great things um, you want people to go on Amazon and leave reviews for your book. You want all the, all the happy things to happen. But yeah. you just start to feel like you're the teacher on Charlie Brown. 
And every yes. time you open your mouth, it's just wah, 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 yeah. wah, wah. I mean, you just, I can't even explain it. No. So I, and it's so all consuming that I always get tickled if somebody, cause I had somebody comment on my Instagram this weekend that was like, I just read nobody's cuter than you. When are you having a new book come out? And I want to be like, seriously, you don't know that I have a new book out. Cause I feel like that's all I've talked about. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's funny how, uh-huh. but it's so all consuming for us. Yeah. But then, you know, if you don't look at Instagram every day, nobody knows, you know, it's just, I, yeah. people don't know. And so no. anyway, um, so it was good to have a little time away and, and we have That's produced good. a lot of podcast content over the course of the last four months. And, um, it was nice to have a little break from, from that as much as we love it and love talking yeah. to one another. It was just good not to have that on the calendar for a week. Yeah, it was, it was, mm-hmm. I would like to say I did all manner of productive things with that time, but I didn't, but that's okay. That's okay. Listen, I read a book I hated. And, oh. I, and it's really been a long time since I read a book and I like, and I hate it more the more I think about it, oh, which is really, wow. and I'm not going to say what book it was. It was, a, it was okay. fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't like it. And then somebody mentioned it to me again and I was like, oh, I need to finish reading that. And so I got back in it and I, I, I like it less now than I did then. Um, okay. I just like, it makes me, it can kind of, it can kind of make <laughs> me feel a little anger every time I think about it. So, um, that was not great, but man, I cleaned up on television. I really did. So yeah, that's always yeah, a good I, thing. I feel like I've powered through some TV. Mm-hmm. So that always feels like an accomplishment. So probably the biggest thing, um, is that Hamilton came out this past Friday on July yes, the 3rd. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And I really went back and forth about how and when I wanted to watch But Mm -hmm. where I finally landed was Friday, I I guess, yeah, Friday we went to meet, um, no, was that Friday? I don't, okay, so Friday we saw some friends all in in good social distances and whatnot, and um, then I came home and I went walking and I took a shower and I got my Mm -hmm. pajamas on, like got my hair dry, the whole thing, Mm -hmm. and I settled in. Yeah. And I I didn't, okay, to back up. So as I have okay. mentioned 1,700 times, I had a ticket to see the original cast perform in June of 2016. And they were actually filming the night that I was supposed to go. I know that because my friend Casey went and took her daughter Ashby and they were filming for the movie. That's crazy. Okay. So, um, but I didn't get to go because mama died. Yes. And then, you know, I had kind of a, I had, I had sort of a, uh, I had some grief tied in with Hamilton that I couldn't really get to the bottom yes. of for a minute. And then I, I kind of went back to it. But I, even though we saw it in Chicago, I was yeah. not prepared for how thrilling it was for me to see them take the stage. Like yes. to see that original cast take the stage. I was not, pre- I was, I was thrilled to my, to my toes. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it was, it was something, it was something, because that's who you've heard. I mean, that's like, um, yeah, I I totally agree, is it was like, oh, this is, this is like the real thing happening right here. because, you Uh know, and that's also tied in with me to when I was doing edits for Giddy Up Eunice, because I listened Uh to the cast recording, not, see, I was about to say nonstop, and that would have been punny, but (laughs) I listened to it all the time. 
But but I have tried to, I actually sat down last night and tried to sort of document what were my three favorite things about seeing their original cast. Oh, okay. I would love to hear. So, I, I, and there are, there are more than three. But, but like, what were my top three things? Because I had a couple, as much as I enjoyed when we saw it in Chicago, there were a couple of pieces of it that were disappointing for me that, not when I say disappointing, that's a strong word, but that were not quite what I expected that seeing the, the, the movie has has completely redeemed it. It's completely, completely turned it around. So hold on, I've got to find my list. Um, Okay. Like I write it down in pen, um, like Yeldon days with a quill. Oh, and look at ink. you! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the f- the first thing is the the first thing's actually two people. One is Chris Jackson, who played George Washington. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Let uh-huh. me tell you something, and we may get into some spoilers here if you haven't seen Hamilton. But here's what I'm going to tell you: It's been five years. Like. Yeah. <laughs> The Americans, can, the Americans won the war. Um, we can only dance around it for so long. Um, yeah. So, so when Chris Jackson and they're doing the whole like, here comes the general thing. Yeah. And he turns around and comes out on that stage and starts that we were outgunned, outmanned, yes. outnumbered, outplanned. His physical presence is so imposing. Uh-huh. Like, like I have chill bumps right now. Like he comes out so strong that yeah. I, it was all I could do. Like I thought I'm about to stand up in my chair. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. just, and I, like I have always, one last time has made me cry pretty much every time I've ever heard it. Mm-hmm. But, but when he, this particular version that we saw in the movie where he sings one last time yeah, and he's so emotional at the end. Oh, mm-hmm. like just, Put me in the bed. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, goodness. So yeah. my first thing is the combination of him as Washington and mm-hmm. then seeing David Diggs do Thomas Jefferson. But, oh. Because, you know, I've, I have had what, I, listen, I will fully admit kind of a, a, a significant obsession with David Diggs mm-hmm. now for mm-hmm. several years. And seeing him as Thomas Jefferson it was just, it was such a, it was such a delight there was his whole performance, like he just added so much and I just loved it. So yeah. those two were, were big. Yeah. Right. So that, that was my first thing. Um, my second thing, I feel like I'm talking a lot. My second, no, my second thing was I knew that it would be magical to see Leslie Adam Jr. as Aaron Burr. Mm-hmm. You know, I love his voice. Any, I mean, like in any situation, we, we know how we both love that Christmas album. His yeah. most recent album, which is called Mister, I have listened to over and over and over um, this year. Like, I just love his voice. But mm-hmm. there was so much, like, just richness and complexity. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just, I noticed so many little things that he did. Um, he just so gifted. And uh, so I loved watching him. And yeah. then the third thing I realized is that the lyrics hit me so differently this time around than they did four or five years ago. Mm, like I yeah. really, I, like, so I, I don't know, it, like this whole notion of revolution and change and, you know, trying to get swinging big, trying to get it right, knowing you might get it wrong. Like that whole part of it really hit me in a, in a 
significant way this time. I just thought mm-hmm. it's one of those things. It's just going to make sense in every historical context, I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Um, I agree. So I just loved it. I, 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 I don't, and Philippa Sue, who played Eliza, like I thought the, the woman who played Eliza when we saw it in Chicago, she was fantastic. Yeah. But Philippa Sue as Eliza is, again, it's like a next level. Here's the bottom line. This is Aaron Moon and I had a lengthy text conversation about uh-huh. this the other night. Every person on that stage is a genius. Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, it's everybody is so talented. The whole thing is so amazing. Now I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to interject right now Mm -hmm. and tell you that we went to go eat dinner with Mimi and Bob's. And then I had told Perry and Caroline, we're going to sit and watch Hamilton. Now they had not listened to Hamilton. They were Mm -hmm. much like me. They had not heard it. They had not Mm -hmm. heard the music. They didn't really know much about it. They knew it was a story. And I was like, we're going to sit as a family and watch it. Mm -hmm. I am going to tell you that let's see what point was it it was um oh i'm trying to make sure it was right before it's it's right before the duel with philip mm-hmm. hamilton okay that that perry looked at me and put down his phone and said i'm going to bed okay and so i said okay i said well you don't want to finish and he was, he was, like, no, he was they, real close he if, to the end he at that point he, well that's what i thought he said if they wanted me to watch this whole thing they shouldn't have made it two hours and 40 minutes long okay and i was like okay and so the next day so we didn't talk about it that day and it was one of those to quote ladies home journal can this relationship be saved <laughs> and the next day we drove down to the ranch, just he and I. And I said, so what do you think about Hamilton? And this is what I'm going to tell you. And uh-huh. listen, if, if Lynn Manuel Miranda would like to, to, you know, contact me so that he can use this mm-hmm. in his official reviews of the play, Perry said, I thought it was okay. Okay. All right. I thought it was, I thought it was okay. Okay. And, and I go, well, like what? And he goes, well, like, tell me how, how was the rest of it? And I said, well, you really, I said, you have to kind of, I said, the whole thing is an experience. And I said, so you really have to watch it. I said, so the fact that you went to bed kind of right before a lot of the pivotal moments, like you kind of missed the whole thing. And so anyway, I called Gully the next day and I said, Perry didn't like Hamilton. Now, to be fair, she asked her husband and boys, hey, do y'all want to watch Hamilton? And she said it was like not even five seconds before they said, no, we have no interest in that at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what we're dealing with. And I said, well, Perry didn't like Hamilton. And Gully said this, which is a fair question. Did you think he was going to like Hamilton? Well, that is fair. That is, and I, you know what, though? There's part of me that, that did think he was going to like Hamilton. I think he likes, listen, nobody is more patriotic than Perry Shanker. He know. loves America. He loves the founding fathers. He loves that whole thing. He could have lived a lifetime not seeing it set to song and dance, <laughs> is what I'm telling you. That added nothing to the experience for him. It seemed frivolous. It seemed like it was making light and frivolity out mm. of Mm-hmm. what actually happened in mm-hmm. the founding of our country and the blood that was shed, which is part of a larger societal problem of people not understanding the impact and the sacrifice of our founding fathers. This is how I spent my July 4th, okay. is what I'm telling you. Okay. So 
Um, Caroline liked it. She enjoyed it. Okay. Perry understood it a little bit better when I told him, I said, I have this whole thing tied up in it where as somebody who writes and tries to come up with words, I said, it's, I had to compare it to, I said, it's very much like the JK Rowling, Harry Potter thing where you go, this is so genius that somebody's mind spent seven years taking this story and like setting it to music. And Perry said, I thought some of the musical numbers were okay. He said, some of them just weren't really good at all. Okay. So that, okay. I'm just going to say it was, it was eye opening to realize number one, we all have different gifts and things that we see and we're all married to different people. Right. And as for me, I married my complete and total opposite. We've made it work for 23 years now. Right. But I'm just saying that's where we were. So Perry won't be rewatching Hamilton. Okay. So he's done. He's done. He didn't, mm-hmm. he doesn't need to know how it ends. He doesn't, I, you know, I kind of told him, I said, cause at the end what happens and I kind of said, it, I said, and then ultimately you see that everything had kind of led up to this and like, that's how, and he was like, well, that's great. But that, <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't need to see it. So I'm gonna tell you. And see, I I will say that even watching, and again, we I, I saw it in Chicago. I've listened to it who knows how many times. But like that farmer refuted number where um, Hamilton is kind of behind him as the farmer's trying to say, um, they have not your interest at heart. That whole yeah. little section. And then, Ham, and then Hamilton comes back behind him and is kind of like talking behind his back. I'm like, just the structure of this thing mm-hmm. is so intricate and mm-hmm. and and moves the plot forward in such a way mm-hmm. in this tiny little section and I'm really sad that that Perry didn't see quite uptown I'm sad he missed it it wouldn't but I'm telling you you don't understand yeah he, it, it, it would have, it it mm-hmm. would have been pearls before swan and I don't I don't mean to call my husband Swan. I love him dearly, I know but you I'm do. just saying that he would not have appreciated. He would not have appreciated that moment. Is what I'm okay. going to tell you. He just okay. wouldn't have. He would have said it was pretty. He would have said it was nice. He would not have been sobbing like I was sobbing, and right. he would not have appreciated the complexity of it, and he would not have appreciated the sheer emotion with which Lin Manuel Miranda portrays Hamilton in that moment. Hey, y'all! It's me with a quick break in the podcast to talk to you about best. Fiends. I don't know about you, but I am always looking for fun things to do in my free time. And that's why I'm so excited to have found Best Fiends. If you love solving challenging puzzles, collecting cute characters, this is the game for you. It is no secret. I have mentioned it several times. I am hooked on this game. Melanie is hooked on this game. And we're not even mad about it. You don't even need an internet connection to play. It has been so fun over the last several months. To have this ongoing, I wouldn't even call it a competition because I can't really even stay in it with Melanie, (laughs) but just to have enjoyed the game together, even though she blazes ahead of me week after week after week. I love that it's just challenging enough that I have to pay attention, but it's not so maddening that I can't solve the puzzles. Just match blocks of the same color to gain points. Each level has its own little goals, so the game's not the same every single time. And there are over a hundred million downloads. So you don't want to miss out on the Best Fiends craze. People everywhere love this game. I am not necessarily a game person. I don't typically get super involved in games, but there's something about Best Fiends, maybe because they update the game monthly with new levels and events. 
It just never gets old and it's got enough bells and whistles inside of it that you constantly feel like you're being rewarded for your play. You can always earn some fun little keys or some fun bars of gold or just different things. And you actually learn how to use your different little characters different ways in each level. So you have to be strategic. So engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. You can download Best Fiends for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Melanie may be on level 430. I may be on level 222. It's fine. It's all going to be fine. And, and I will say, I feel like I was corrected a bit um, just in watching the the movie because Lin-Manuel Miranda is such a big personality that like mm-hmm. I, I didn't expect to be so moved by his performance. Like I didn't mm-hmm. expect the way that you go like, oh, yeah, that's Hamilton. That's Hamilton yeah. right there. That's who that yeah. is. He yeah. was really, I mean, of course he's good. He was nominated for a Tony Award. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, I, I I underestimated what he would bring to the role. I really mm-hmm. did. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, there were parts I felt like on our, and I was able to watch it because, as you know, I discovered the Mirror app, and I was able to watch it on our large TV. So I had it on the big TV. I felt like for me, and maybe our screen was too dark, or maybe it was, I'm glad I had seen it in person because I did feel like there were aspects of the whole stage that you just couldn't see as clearly to me as you can when you were actually sitting in the theater. Well, I, I will say I turned the brightness up on the, on the television. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe but, that's what I need to do next time. Because I, because the same thing, I felt like there were times where the, the stage was so dark, like, but it helped a little. It didn't help a ton. I think it maybe was just the, you know, the lighting they had to work with as they were mm-hmm. filming. But but all in all, I just, golly, it's just genius. It's just mm-hmm. genius. And yeah. I, I think the, the rap battles are so much mm-hmm. more effective when you can see it as opposed to just hear it. Yes. Um, I don't know. I just, it's, yes. it's great. Uh, we also had to have, let me also say this okay. too, because I left this out. So we weren't even through, we weren't even past Leslie Odom singing the opening song mm-hmm. when Perry said, I don't understand anything he's saying. We're going to have to turn on the closed captioning. So we also watched the whole thing with closed captioning, okay. um, which I have to say, I, I don't mind because you were able to catch a lot of the lyrics. Like I was able to see a lot of the, what I'm saying is I'm going to need to have a whole other viewing experience. <laughs> it's just me. Yes. Yes. Is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Well, you tried. But that's okay. Well, I tried. I tried. I tried to bring us a little bit of theater on Friday, July 3rd, and it failed. It failed. Well, mm-hmm. I've, I've seen it almost three times now. I'm almost at the end of my of my third viewing. So I'm like two two and seven eighths. Okay. Finished. Well done. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I just, well done. it really resonated with me. I just, it was seemed yeah. like a, just a perfect little, perfect little nugget for right mm-hmm. now. So mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. So I'll watch it again at some point, but I haven't had the chance yet. Cause you know, then the next day we got up and went to the ranch. Yes, you did. And I, I imagine it was very cool outside. I'm going to tell you, well, you know, cause I texted you about one thirty or two and I said, we are down at the ranch and it's Ecuador hot, mm-hmm. which is our code for 
when we were in Ecuador in the rainforest, it was the hottest either one of us had ever been in our lives. It's the hottest I will ever be in my life. There will never be a time when I'm hotter than that. Because if if, there, if I were any hotter than that, I would just combust. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, you had asked me about the ranch, I think the day before or something. You said, now, do y'all stay down there? And I was like, Perry will spend the night down there. There is a house. Um, I said, I don't because I'm always afraid of, because it's a house that sits empty a lot in South Texas. And I just am afraid of things sure. living in it and milling around about it. And it's just, you know, it's a, it's a guy's ranch cabin is yes. what it is, mm-hmm. you know, perfectly. So Caroline described it one time as a hut. So that's what you need to know. <laughs> now it's, it's bigger than a hut. It looks like a real house, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying Perry and his godfather have simultaneously decorated it. And so I sent you that picture. There's an actual mount of a of, of what used to be a living longhorn that comes out of the living room wall that takes up half the living room. So that's the visual you really need. I'm just going to say this. When you sent me that picture, I said, yeah. so that's an actual longhorn. Yeah. It is it's enormous. huge. Yes, it makes that antelope that you were so upset about 10 years ago look like a puppy. I mean, yeah. that thing is giant and seems to come out some distance away from yes. the wall. Yes, you couldn't. I mean, he's gigantic. Mm-hmm. He's gigantic. And so, like, no woman would have this in her house is, a, is right. a centerpiece. And it's a longhorn that died of natural causes, but they decided that they would mount it and hang it on the wall. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we went down to the ranch. First of all, the first thing that happened, so Caroline was going down with some friends. They went down in a separate car. Perry and I went down. We had picked up barbecue the day before so that we could just have barbecue down at the ranch that evening. Um, We are about, the ranch is about a a little under an hour away. We're about 40 minutes into that trip where I look at him for some reason and I say, did you get the barbecue out of the fridge? Okay. And I'm going to say that he said, not a word you hear in Sunday school. And we realized that neither one of us had gotten the barbecue out of the fridge. Mm. There was some debate as to whose fault that was. Mm. And so we turned around and drove back to San Antonio. Are you kidding me? No, because he was like, what are we going to eat? Like, we don't have, like, we've got to have dinner. And he was like, we're not going to go in. And so we, so we drove, turned around. So we were in the car together the night after our botched Hamilton viewing for two and a half hours. Goodness. First of all. So... Yeah. Then we get down to the ranch and the girls are already down by the tank because they're swimming and out in the sun and all that stuff. Now, when I tell you that the tank is a body of water, I would never get into. I mean, like if I were on fire, I would sit and debate if I were going to get into this tank. But the girls don't mind going and swimming in it. So they're swimming. We get down there. We get in the Polaris, which is like his little four-wheel drive. And I'm going to tell you, it felt like I was sitting inside of an oven is how hot mm. it was. It was so hot. I want to go back to this tank for a minute. That you yeah. speak of. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's go back. How deep is it? Well, the girls said once you get, so you have to wade out. Here's uh-huh. the thing. You have to wade out through. I'm like out. That. Yeah. Through the algae in the grass Mm-mm. in the mud to get to. Now they said once you swim out to the center of it, and I'm trying to think how big a round I would think it is. I'm gonna really botch this. I would say it's probably, if I had to guess, it's the size of a football field. Okay. To give you some some perspective. And so they said once you swim out to the center of it, they which 
why on earth? I mean, like my daughter, why would you? But she was like, they wanted to see, they wanted to go down and touch the bottom to see how deep it was. I'm telling you, this makes the bottoms of my legs hurt. Like you're talking about surgery. You know how I can't deal with people talking about surgeries and injuries and stuff because yes. it makes my leg hurt. legs hurt? Uh-huh. This makes my legs tingle just like that. I know. Oh! It's, it's, I know. And so they got out there and they think they think it's as deep as 12 feet in the center. Perry thinks that's not accurate. He said probably eight feet at the most. But the girls said they think it's 12 feet deep in the center. Oh, um, my goodness. So, but it drops off pretty quick. And so, but then there's like some old wagon wheels, like metal wagon wheels in it that you can like sit on and hang out, which is what they were doing. I okay. don't know. I w- okay. I'm just saying I wouldn't get in the water. Okay. Have you ever gotten in this water? No. Okay. No. No, I, I just, I mean, I've fished in it, like I've, I've fished in it, but I haven't ever waded out into it. Um, so I have never gotten into the water. I'm going to tell you that Caroline came back to the house at one point, like in the evening and said that she had some water in her ear, um, was stuck in her ear. And I was so worried that it was like going to have some sort of like flesh eating amoeba that was going to like eat her brain. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have any rubbing alcohol or anything there. And so, but we did have a jar of moonshine. And so I had Perry <laughs> drop some moonshine into her ear. Oh. To, kill, to kill anything that might be in it. Because I felt like that I was probably like killing amoeba. This is also maybe what the clampets did. I don't know. <laughs> I told Perry this has been our most redneck country 4th of July ever. Oh, my word. Did the moonshine help? It did. It immediately dried it up. It immediately dried it up. So, anyway, and she seems to be fine. Okay. Hello again. Me again in the middle of the podcast episode with a quick break to talk to you about pros. If you have listened to this podcast for any period of time, you know that Melanie and I have a lot of thoughts. We have a lot of feelings about our hair. And if we have learned anything over the years is that there is no one size fits all when it comes to shampoo and conditioner. We need products that are suited for our unique needs and don't leave us disappointed. And thanks to my personalized, I said personalized pros shampoo and conditioner, y'all, I have fallen in love with the whole process of washing and conditioning my hair. I don't I don't know that this has ever happened in my whole life. But Pros knows that there's more to you than just your hair type. In fact, Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is exactly how I got started. It was such an interesting thing to take this quiz because they wanted to know about the area where I live and the kind of things I eat and what my exercise habits are and um, what are my frustrations with my hair? What are the places where I'd like to see it healthier? And so with their algorithm and over 50 billion formula combinations, Pros determined a unique blend of ingredients to treat my exact concerns. So I have a whole formulation just for my hair because one of the things that I wanted to make sure that that happened was that I got more volume, that I had more shine, that it reduced the brassiness because my hair is color treated and I have to wash my hair so often because it's short that I really need my shampoo and conditioner to help me keep it healthy. So I even got to pick the scent of the shampoo. I picked the Botanica. It has some of my favorite scents in it. Eucalyptus and lavender are in there. So 
between the shampoo, the conditioner, the dry shampoo, which is fantastic, and the scalp scrub, my hair feels like it is living its best life in terms of its volume and its shine and just its overall feeling of being stronger. If you're not 100% positive pros is the best hair care you've had, let me tell you this, they will take the products back, no questions asked. So this is a risk-free deal. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Just go to pros.com slash big boo. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash big boo for your free in-depth hair quiz. It's so much fun. And 15% off. Alrighty, back to episode 192. So, um, so anyway, all that to say, this has turned into a long story. So we, they, we did the reach. We did the whole thing. That night, the girls wanted to go out and see if they could shoot a pig because why not? And so they had left. Perry te- Caroline texted Perry and was having trouble getting the scope cap off her gun. So he was like, I'm going to go meet her. Well, I was in the house trying to cool off. So I'm sitting in the house. I get up to go to the bathroom. I walk into the bathroom and I do know to look in the toilet at the ranch because Caroline did see a baby rat swimming in it one time Mm-mm. like 10 years ago. Nope. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I'll be in the car. <laughs> and normally when we're at the ranch, because we don't usually go down there this time of year, I stay outside the whole time. So it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. But it was so hot that I was like, I've got to sit inside in the air conditioning. And so I go to go to the bathroom and I look down in the toilet and I see something and it takes me a minute. I'm like, what, what is that? Like what? It was like in stranger things, that little thing that like the, that the demigorgon grew out of. Like I looked at it and I was like, I could see. And I was like, that's a snake. I was like, that's a, that's a snake. That's a snake pattern, but you couldn't see a hole. It was just like a tail and something sticking up out of the hole. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's a snake. And well, Perry wasn't at the house. I was there all by myself. So I just like grabbed the toilet lid and I slammed it shut. Like, yes, I just, ma'am. Like, it fall Cause I was like, I don't know what to do. And so Perry got home about five minutes later and I said, there is a snake in the toilet. And he was like, seriously? Like he was more excited about that than Hamilton. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he, good and thing that snake didn't try to sing or dance though. He'd have been, well, he'd have been done. <laughs> It been out. He just said, I'm not interested. I'm not in interested. This. So I hear him go. So then he cusses again because he reaches into the toilet and grabs the snake out. It bites him on his Stop finger. Stop it. Yeah. Bites him. And then he comes out holding it, squiggling all around like a two foot. He's like, it's just a rat snake. Well, I don't listen. I don't even care. It could have been a garden snake. It could have been a king cobra. There's no difference to me. Like no. I was like, Oh my gosh. And he was like, here, open up the door. He said, open up the door. I'm going to tell you that the rest of the time we were there and I've been drinking this, well, I've been trying to drink my water. So I was super hydrated. Like I chose to just go to the bathroom outside. That mm-hmm. felt safer to me. I was like, I can't ever sit over this toilet again. Mm-mm. It was the worst thing. I've had so many people on Instagram tell me that that has been their worst nightmare and they didn't know that it could really happen. And now that they know it can really happen, I feel like there's a lot of us that are just going to never feel the same about going to the bathroom. Absolutely. That's so fair. I mean, the the fact that you didn't tell me the part that this, about the snake, that the snake bit him. It bit him. It bit him. So like on the finger, but he wasn't, listen, he wasn't even worried about it. You know, it's like the people who put the pictures of snakes on Facebook. Oh. I, 
the people, let me just, I'm going to just say this. Let me just say this. <laughs> say it. People who put, one, pictures of snakes on Facebook, mm-hmm. or two, pictures of injuries that require stitches. Oh, nope. I think that's grounds for dismissal. Like, I think that's great. Maybe social media is not your best bet. Because I'm going to tell you what I don't want to see when I'm scrolling through Facebook, when I can stay over there for more than 8.5 seconds, is I don't want to see your snake. I don't want to see your injury. I want to see your head wound. I don't want to see your incision. I don't want to see any of that. None of that. No, no. No, I totally, I 100% agree. And I think that the thing is, is so I asked Perry later because a lot of people asked me, I said, so where did it come from? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like where, how did it, how did it get there? And I said, does it, is, did it come up through the pipes? And he was like, no, he said, I know it didn't. He said, it didn't come up through the pipes. And he said, because his godfather had originally thought, because apparently they've seen a snake in the toilet before that they were coming up from the pipes and they weren't apparently there was, they were getting into the house. Mm-mm. This has been about a year ago. They were getting into the house. Um, I'm going to say this and it's the most horrifying sentence I've ever said. They, they were getting in the house and they were living in, they were coming up and they were staying warm during the winter in the hot water, by the hot water heater. Oh God. I know. It makes me like, I feel like I could, like I'm sticking my legs up right now. Like you need to know I'm sitting like oh. with my legs crisscrossed. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh my word and so he sealed up the hole and they got rid of all the snakes but he had suspected that one had still possibly been living you think, in the house. You think maybe one might still be in the house you one think? had still been living in the house because he had seen its skin had shed he had seen a, a snake shed um, in the house, which he hadn't told me any of this because he knew that I wouldn't go down there or get, go in the house if I knew this information. So he suspected that that snake had just been living in the house. And at some point during the day, it had decided it was thirsty because it was so hot. And so it crawled into the toilet Mm-mm. to get some water, which means I had been walking around that house Mm-mm. with a snake Mm-mm. on the loose. Listen, it's horrible. It's horrifying. I mean, like it's, it's completely, I'll never, I'll never be the same. Mm-mm. I'll never go to the bathroom and be able to relax again. <laughs> I'm certainly, I, I don't know that I'll ever go back down to the ranch. I mean, I may go back down there just to sit on the front porch and shoot guns when the weather is cooler, but my summertime days of the ranch are over. Well, and I know it's been, you know, it's been a good diversion here, you know, during COVID and all that kind of stuff, but all good things must come to an end. And that has, mm-hmm. that has come to an end. I feel like. Yeah. It, yeah. It was nice. It was, it was, it was nice when the weather was nice, but I can't sit in that house. I can't go in that house. I know now that a snake was living in that house. I don't, I just, oh. I'm so, so sorry. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Fun. It was fine. And then, so then we sat outside and we shot off fireworks and that was fun. And more importantly, the girls had a great time. And so that was that was very important. They didn't really seem, they weren't really bothered at all by the snake. Well, no, because the they went swimming in that thing where you had to wait out to the center over <laughs> the right. algae and the grass. There's yeah. no telling what they walked on top of out there. Yeah. That's what I kept thinking about. I was like, I don't, I just can't. So anyway, what I'm saying is that my daughter is a better, stronger woman than I am. And so that's, that's it. But as for me, I prefer indoor 
city activities. Right, where there are where there are no snakes. Yes, yes, always where there are no snakes. Um, so anyway, goodness, so that's the, I know. Hey y'all, it's me here with the last break in the podcast to talk to you about Magic Spoon. When I was growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid, but I had to give it up. I had to give up all those great Saturday morning breakfasts and all those fun afternoon snacks because I realized that a lot of the cereal that I was eating was full of sugar and junk that I probably shouldn't eat. Plus, you know, you get to an age where you're trying to cut down on carbs or sugar or unhealthy food and cereal just did not fit into that game plan for me. That is why though, I am so happy to tell you about Magic Spoon because Magic Spoon cereal has zero grams of sugar, 12 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. Has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry. It tastes great. It will bring back all those childhood feelings of cereal fun. And it's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free, which is all pretty impressive, if you ask me. I am always a fan of a blueberry-flavored anything, and the Magic Spoon cereal is no exception. So if you would like to try it, go to magicspoon.com bigboo to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use the promo code bigboo at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money, no questions asked. So that's magicspoon.com slash bigboo and use the code bigboo for free shipping. Here we go with the rest of episode 192. No. So what about y'all? Oh, listen, we could not have had a, a more low-key 4th of July. It was, I mean, really, we did nothing. I cooked, I did kind of like a clean out the refrigerator kind of cook thing. Like, I, you know, I cooked some chicken, I cooked some corn, I cooked some this and that and the other. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I did that kind of mid-afternoon. But I stayed yeah. in my pajamas all day, all day long. Yes. And I finished Somebody Feeds Phil. Oh, I still haven't finished it. So, and I'm I'm sad. Like I'm really yeah. sad that I don't have any more to watch. Yes. I'm, I'm sad that I don't know when the next season's gonna be. I, I I never rewatch things, and I think I'm gonna go back and rewatch some of them. Like I I really I love it. I love it so much. I have talked about it such an obnoxious amount. With people, I listen. I had a doctor's appointment this morning and told my doctor all about it. Yeah. Um. And he wrote it down. He said that he felt like his family might need to watch it. Okay. And and I think it's because one, I miss, I really miss traveling. Yeah. Um. You know, that's our favorite thing is to have like a trip on the books and to be able to look forward to that. So I think it's because I miss traveling. But really, more than anything, I just love how he loves people. I just, I've yeah. sa- I said it the last time we recorded an episode. So that was a really good thing. And listen, somebody mentioned on their Instagram store or their Instagram post, they mentioned that we had, they had watched it after we talked about it. And he liked that post. Oh, he did? He did. So yeah. I think, I think Phil might be, might be active on the Instagram. I don't know. 
I don't know. Phil. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Well, that's thrilling. So I follow um, him. Okay. I'm going to have to follow him too. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not finished watching it yet. I'm pretty close, but I had kind of, I purposely kind of slowed down because I didn't want it to end. And I have this thing like something like that. If I watch too many of them in a row, um, it's like I start, it starts to lose some of that. They start to run together to me. So I was like, I'm going to slow it down. And so I did a little pivot, but I was like, I still need to watch something kind and gentle. So I finally watched, which I can't believe it's taken me so long. I started watching Anne with an E. Which I've heard such good things about. It's so good, which is the remake of Anne of Green Gables. And I think I'd hesitated because I've seen the original like Anne of Green Gables and I've read the books and all of that. And I was like, eh. I know the story. I know the whole thing, but I really like it. Like, it's just this, this remake of it is, um, I don't know, it's fresh and it's different. And I love the girl that plays Anne in it. And I just, I really enjoy it. So I've plowed through, I'm already in season three. Like I have, I have done some serious, I know I've done some serious work on Anne with an E, but you know how I love any kind of a timeline that is little house on the prairie adjacent, you know, like I'd love, I love for somebody who was so bothered by a snake in the toilet. I do love to see about some pioneering times. Mm-hmm. I know you do. Um, and so I really have loved it, but, but the actors in it are really good. And I've just, um, I've just really enjoyed it. Well, I'm so glad yeah. well, last night I watched, um, apparently I've recovered from my early quarantine. I can't concentrate on anything long enough to watch it. Um, situation because I have, really been digging into some content but last night i watched a documentary on netflix about david foster um the okay composer. i want to hear about that Here, here's what i'm gonna tell you i really have thought about it today because um he's he's openly not the most likable guy hmm. like he's open about the fact that he's not a likable guy he's open about the fact that he's kind of arrogant um so that was kind of an interesting Angle, Interesting. I guess. Okay. But what was fascinating about it was to see his relationship with the artists that he has worked with. So like mm-hmm. to see his relationship with Celine Dion and with Michael Buble and with Josh Graben. And I mean, he is just so, so gifted. And then um, you'll appreciate that the closing credits are to the, the theme from the winter games from like back when we were in oh. college. And, okay. and I remembered it. Like I was like, Oh, I used to love this. You know, I used to love, mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, he worked with Whitney Houston and I don't know. I think that, um, I think it was interesting because he was so kind of open and honest about his failures and his relationships and his failures as a father. Um, interesting. so it was, so from, from that perspective, it was kind of refreshing. Like yeah. it was not just like a fluff piece where everybody went in and talked about how, wonderful and you know all the stuff he was i mean there were there was some some real um candor about the not great parts of his life and um and he said you know he's a person he likes to run um and so he always thinks the grass is greener and so then it was interesting they interviewed Catherine mcphee and it was interesting to listen to her talk about kind of how they have processed through some of that stuff so mm, interesting I, I don't know it was inter- okay. it was good Okay, I think that I would want to watch it. You know, I follow both of his daughters, Sarah and Erin Foster, on Instagram. Yes. Um, and I, I think 
they're hilarious. Because remember, they used to have that show that came on. I, I do can't remember, remember what it was show. called. Mm-hmm. Um, but I noticed she had posted about it, and she said, "If you if if you want to know where my complex personality comes from, you can go watch this documentary about my dad." And I was like, "Okay, I'm very interested in watching that." Yeah, I mean, it was really. It, it was it was a fast however long it was hour and 45 minutes or whatever i enjoyed it okay okay well i am gonna add that to my deal now i was going to tell you too and we jumped when, when we were talking about somebody feeds phil somebody did tell me and you may have seen it too but i guess he used to have a show that was very similar to what he does on somebody feeds phil that used to be on pbs yes Yes. And so somebody said, if you go back to the PBS archives, you can get more of Phil Rosenthal in your life and watch that old show. Well, I think I'm going to have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I would be, I would be interested in watching that. Well, other than that, um, I don't really have, I don't have much except I did order and I can't wait for it to come in. Cause you know, when was that? Was that like, was that two and a half years ago, maybe where we really got into the caftan? Was that when that was? Uh, yeah, I think it was. It was, was it summer before? It all runs together. Was yeah. that when we started this summer or was that five summers ago? I can't remember. I, I don't know. Was that back when we were 19? I don't know. Even yes. though we didn't know each other. Okay, so I don't even know how I ran across it. It popped up in my Amazon. But I ordered a maxi dress um, that I think is, is really promising. Oh, but it comes in tons of different colors. We'll link to it. Mm, okay. um, and it is essentially, it looks like it just touches on the shoulders oh. and then has two big slits at the bottom. And it comes in, I'm just going to, I mean, like it comes in at least, it comes in all kinds of patterns. What's it called? I want to look at it right okay. now. It's um, on Amazon. It's women's casual loose pocket long. <laughs> Hold on. Women's casual loose pocket long dress short sleeve split maxi dresses. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm seeing. Look, I, I don't know what it says that my Amazon search, it auto populated that deal. Uh-huh. It come, I mean, like all kinds of colors. All, some of the patterns, I'm like, yeah, that's a stretch. But I think it's so cute. I think it would be so cute with a pair of wedges it's got little pockets yes. in it is it the gristle this gristle yes brand? yeah uh-huh. i already have that i already own that in two colors oh, okay. <laughs> i do well i just I got it in black because i got real hung up on mm-hmm. on colors i knew i didn't want a pattern necessarily Mm-mm. um because you have a, a little pattern goes a long way with me but yeah. there's some great colors like some really yeah. pretty colors if yeah if you're looking for to- something that won't touch you yeah, I have the navy and I have the gray. Okay. Yeah, I think that was I think that was a two. I think I bought one one summer and one the other summer. Okay. Um, but it is I highly recommend it. It's it's great. I mean, for thirty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. No, and you can totally wear it around the house. And I got to where I would wear it around the house. I would wear it out. I would whatever. It's it's a good multi multi purpose item. You could knot it. You could not knot it. You can. Yeah. You could wear it with house shoes. You could wear it with wedges. You could dress it up. You could dress it down. Mm-hmm. It's very versatile. Very versatile. And so it's, um, I don't know, just the Amazon dress options are fantastic, uh-huh. I feel yeah. like. Amazon is a treasure trove. And here's what I love about Amazon, especially in this day of shipping on everything from everywhere is so delayed now. Like it takes so long when you order something. Um, like we ordered Carolina pair of jeans from free people, I swear, three weeks ago that we still 
haven't gotten, but Amazon Prime still comes through where like, I love the satisfaction and the immediate gratification of I ordered a dress today that I can be wearing by five o'clock tomorrow in most yes. cases, you know, yes. like it's just immediate. Well, I will say this. I ordered some sunglasses. I'm looking up the date right now. I ordered some sunglasses on June the 16th. Um, and the last update I had on those sunglasses were that they had been accepted to the post office on June 26th. I, they may be here by the time, I don't know, maybe, maybe they'll be here by Christmas. Yeah. But, but I don't, I don't understand. I know things are complicated right now. Mm-hmm. So it is nice. I, I will say Amazon and Target also timely with the shipping. I feel like. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, yeah, it is. And that's, and you can count on those two things. I will say the other one is Walmart because. Yeah. Walmart has been very, and I know that I got on them, which people has, have since let me know, you can return items online to Walmart currently, clothing items. Um, but I will say that I just, when everything, when our Corona numbers started to go back up again, Perry was like, I think you better restock. Like, I think we better just, just in case. And so we couldn't find our preferred Charmin with aloe toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And so I ordered it from Walmart and I got it like the next day. It was so fast. Wow. Yeah, it was super fast. So I ordered more paper towels and toilet paper from Walmart, just in case. Okay, so I have a, a question. Um, I'm putting you on the spot because I haven't asked you this, but I am going um, to... Well, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, that was my phone just went off and did like a thing. Sorry. <laughs> um, I need to get uh, Martha's birthdays tomorrow, and I'm oh. going to go to Mississippi for a social, socially distanced celebration. Okay. I don't have any idea what to get her. Oh, man. It's tough. Um, Would she want maybe, like, would she want a pair of, I mean, just because she is home so much, would she want, like, maybe a new robe or a new pair of pajamas or something? I did think about pajamas. I did think about that. I just don't know where to get them. I mean, but she might. She might. That's a good idea. Yeah, because I always feel like even Nordstrom Racks and our, like Steinmart, Nordstrom Rack. I feel like all of those Target even has. I love their Stars Above. I love that Stars Above brand. Mm-hmm. And I want to mm-hmm. tell you something else. I, I my summer would have been sorely lacking without the Secret Treasures pajama shorts from Walmart. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're so good. They're so mm-hmm. soft. They're so cool. Like, I, I think I have, I have four or five pair of them at this point. I love them. so. I think I have four. I love them so much. Now, I know Martha is not going to care about a pajama short. She would freak. She would just freak. Oh, yes. But that's a good idea. I'm going to look. I may actually go look at Target because mm-hmm. I think that Stars Above line is so soft. Yeah. You know, it's so comfy and soft. It so. is. And as long as it comes in a triple XS, it'll be, <laughs> it'll still swallow her. It's still going to swallow her. Well, but. truth be told, I was in Costco today and I, same kind of thing. Like I just, I haven't really stocked up on meat and stuff like that in a while. Mm-hmm. And so I went and I got meat, I got chicken, I got, I got chicken wings. I got just all kinds of stuff, but I got her, they had a package of these little lemon cookies, which she loves lemon. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, really, I could just go through and get her a package of each one of yes. these muffins. Uh-huh. And it would be the best day of her life. Like, because yeah. she loves that kind of stuff so much. But the pajamas, mm-hmm. that's actually, that's a great idea. That's a great yeah. idea. I think that's, a, and I always love getting pajamas. Like I, I do always, too. 
I love a new pair of pajamas. That is all it really takes for me to be happy is a new pair of pajamas. Well, because here's what somebody's telling you. Relax. Just relax. Yes. Yes, yes. And I love nothing more than to get a new pair of pajamas and then come home and shower and put on my mm-hmm. new pajamas. And I just, I just like it. It's just, that's an easy, simple, makes me feel better about the world thing. Me too. I totally agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Any other discoveries or whatever? I'm going to tell you one thing and, and before we get into your discoveries. What? Um, so I got my nails done. I think I've had my nails done twice since everything mm-hmm. opened back up. And both times, my nail polish has faded so badly. Oh. Like we're, like right now, I got this color called Mexico City Movement last time that was this kind of a light mint green. And it looks like Funny Bunny at this point on my fingers. Oh, interesting. It hasn't faded on my toes at all. So I'm wondering if it's something to do with the sun or with soap or I don't know. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's been so long since I've had my nails painted. I just have not really even bothered with that. But maybe it is the sun. Maybe it's mm-hmm. washing your hands a lot. That's maybe, what I, you, I don't know. Because, you know, I feel like with the corona, we're all very mindful of washing our hands every 45 seconds. For sure. You know? Yes. So um, any discoveries? Um, I, I don't think I, I mean, and with an E, I think is my discovery. Also, the Air Affair, which is the sequel to the Royal We, <gasps> comes, comes out. out tomorrow thank you so i mean that means that's gonna pop up on, on my kindle at midnight yeah yep. oh yep. that's good yep. news but that's super exciting so i'm really excited about that um and i other than that i don't I think i have do i have anything no I, I don't oh now i will say you know what and i have to go back and i have to offer this retraction oh please um, do that i gave so i had made the comment that I had gotten that, you know, I had gotten the Sika cream, that Sika moisturizer off of Amazon. Yes. And then I had decided, I was like, I don't really know how I feel about it. I don't know that it was so great. It was 1999. I was like, it feels like whatever. But I'm going to say that I revisited it because my face has been really dry because I keep trying to ramp up my retinol. Yes. Yes. With a stronger retinol. And so I feel like my face peels now once every three days I'm, I'm peeling, which is fine. I, I can deal with it, but I have to say that that Sika face cream has come through like a champ for me. Okay. And so I am going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that I think for a 20, for $20 for a jar, it is a great bargain and it is a good product. So I'm back on it. I'm okay. On I'm glad try. to know you're back on it. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. Um, and it's very cooling. I don't know, maybe it just is a better summer, but it's like when my face really needed moisture, I've, that has really helped. Okay, what are you up to with your retinol? I'm using 1.0. I've got the, like that, or like, yeah, I think, is that right? But I've got a couple of things because, you know, our friend Adriana, who owns her husband, has the skincare clinic. She sent me so I've got that Zenobaji. So I've got the radical night repair, which is part of the regimen that was my quarantine mask mm-hmm. that I did. Um, so I try to use that one night a week, just that. Okay. And then I'll try to use my retinol like two other nights a week. And I'm, I've kind of gotten to where I can do that. But if I, when I, when I try to go up to that fourth night, it does me in. Okay. It's too I, much. I, yeah. My face just gets too dry. Got to know so, your limits. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think, but I feel pretty good about it between that and my my gua sha stone that I do at night um anyway I'm you know it's listen when I say I feel good about it I feel 
moderately fine about it. I, there are things that I would like to, but I will say that I have been using this. There is this Xenobaji like lightning hydroquinine, and I think it's like 4%. And my sunspots on the side of my face have faded significantly. And okay. you know that that has long been my, yes. the bane of my existence. Yes. Well, I have a new place on my neck that's trying to wrinkle. Uh, and so I've been getting after that with the with my jade roller. It's not making any yeah. difference at all, but it makes me feel like at least I'm fighting a good fight. It's not doing anything except making me look like the, you know, the nut job who sits in the chair at night. Just, well, I'm over there scraping my face with a jade stone, so it's not like I can really judge we were on the way down to the ranch because we spent all those hours in the truck there was a time when I looked down and I had my elbow turned at such a angle and like the way the sun hit it was I was like is that crepey skin on my arm like, oh I've was, got it I, I've oh, got it <sighs> yes ma'am I do <sighs> the crepey skin so mm -hmm. I'm like I'll be buying that crepe erase off that infomercial before too long I already see the writing on the wall for that deal listen you can't there's only so much you can do you can fight but but you cannot turn. I mean, I just, uh -uh. here, here we go. My neck's about to give way. <laughs> my, my arms look like mammals. I just, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. You know, I wear my sunscreen faithfully, but there's a day last week when I was out in the sun a good bit. And like, I got all these bumps popped up on my uh -huh. arms cause it got mad and my skin got mad. Yeah. I, I don't know. You can't. Well, and I have thought, I think that's part of why our, like my skin, I think, cause I'm like, okay, so I do think the products are working, but I'm like, I'm out in the sun so much less than I've ever been out in the sun because I don't go anywhere hardly right, anymore. Right. I mean, like I'm not out running errands during the day. Like I really am trying to stay home as much as I can just because I don't really have anywhere that I need to be. So I'm trying to, you know, be respectful and I can't stand having that mask on my face when it's 174 degrees. So I really limit the times that I'm going to get out just because I don't want right. to mess with that. Right. So, um, so, you know, I think that helps too, but I'm like, if we get back to like me going to be able to watch Caroline play soccer again in the fall and such, which please Lord, let it be. Um, I'm going to have to really umbrella it up. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Mm -hmm. Well, cause I don't know if I mentioned it, but my arms look like mammals. So yeah. here we go. Here we go. All righty. We well, this time right. next week, Melanie will be in Birmingham. And I don't know That's what that right. means for a podcast. We hadn't gotten that far yet. but Oh, but no, we haven't. We might have to do it early. Okay. All right. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Hey, y'all can rest in the peace of knowing. We'll figure it out. We don't know. Yeah. yeah we'll play it by ear. Okay. All right. Well, okay. we hope y'all have a, a good rest of your week. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all.